LU introduces aquaculture to the community. The LU Foundation changes its name. I have details on these stories and more when we return. This is a show for you. Put those bonnets on and get those mugs ready for this tea on Lincoln University. For the Lincoln University community. This is a new podcast for the Lincoln University community. Come on, L-U-M-O, y'all need to get with this memo. This is a new podcast for the L-U community that is for the students by the students. Too hood for the artsy kids and too artsy for the hood kids. What's going on, Lincoln University? It's your boy, Leek, here. Today is Sunday, February 24th, and I am so excited to be announcing that we finally have a second host in the studio today. So let's go ahead and give it up to her. Hey, y'all. It's Maya. Yes, (laughs) yes. Thank you for finally coming on. Period. Finally. Because, I mean, I've been feeling a little lonely. Because I've been waiting to take your spot. (laughs) (laughs) That's neither here or there. Right, but look. Go ahead and tell RT and Bonnie listeners a little bit about yourself, where you come from, classification, all that formal stuff, so we can get through that and start having some fun. Okay, everyone. Well, my name is Maya Kimbrough. I'm from the greatest city, Kansas City, 816, period. You better um, rap because people just do not be, <laughs> they really do people not be hating. They do they not be hating. <laughs> um, I'm a junior. A broadcast journalism major with a minor in English. Okay, minor in English. I'm mm-hmm. the captain of the cheerleading team. What? Yes, I'm a member of Cheerify Raw, period. And right. yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Okay, Take cool. Okay, so we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. But she will definitely be coming on for sure um if she ain't you know trying to sneak in here on her own to do the show <laughs> maya uh why don't you give uh, our listeners just a little uh way of how to contact you if you don't mind social media all that good stuff oh well everyone you can add me on instagram my name is maya kimbro maya m-y-a kimbro k-i-m-b-r-o-u-g-h I follow back, so don't worry about that. (laughs) I'm not that girl sometimes, but I will definitely follow back, especially if you go here. I follow all of my Lincolnites. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, again, TM Bonnets, this show, it's not just to entertain you guys as the audience, but this is also a way for us to really just uh, breed journalists as well in this field, in this industry. So I'm really excited to um, establish a platform for journalists to know how to make moral and ethical decisions when it comes to broadcasting information out. Yes. You know, because that's what all of this is about. So uh, I do have to ask you, though, like, what are some of your future dreams and aspirations with journalism? Well, I have a lot, to be honest. I could see myself (laughs) as a news anchor. I wanted my own talk show. Okay, okay. Honestly, I just want to be on TV, so... Right, right. Wherever that leads me to, I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, for sure. And my girl definitely got a voice here, so it was nothing when she finally was like, I'm ready. You (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And and I'm like, okay, well, hey, come on. (laughs) Let's let's have some fun. Let's talk about some stuff. Let's get a second opinion, of course, in here, because that's what's really going to expand our... 
uh, community, the TM Bonding movement, as far as like diverse perspectives and opinions and all of that good stuff. So I'm really excited that uh, you're going to be helping us out. And I just have to say thank you. For coming on. No, but thank you for the opportunity. I for appreciate sure, it. For sure, for sure. I've been waiting on something like this. Right. <laughs> so, and I really appreciate you coming on, especially after our last episode. Because, you know, we, we've gotten <laughs> we've gotten a lot of positive, um, you know, we've gotten a lot of positive uh, remarks and responses. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also we have to acknowledge the opposite side as well. We've gotten a lot of critiques as well. Yes. Um, but I mean, honestly, I can say everything was done formally. And um, I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion as well. And in this world definitely. of journalism, you can't please everybody. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, if, 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 if everybody ain't upset, <laughs> You know, that that's that. What One thing that I can honestly say, though, for clarity, when it comes to our student leaders on campus, there are many student leaders that do their work. They put their work in. For one, I have to shout out Mr. Lincoln once more because one of the last episodes where we actually spoke about him specifically, we announced that this man made second place Amazing. for the he, so good. he did for the Harris Stowe HBCU Kings pageant. Mm-hmm. And for this to be the first time that this pageant was held, not only University in Missouri's campus, where it started, mm-hmm. you know, um, for him to be the first king to actually, you know, participate and yes. get second place. And like, guess, yeah, second place was <clears throat> an awesome job. I think. He didn't disappoint at all. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't disappoint at all. And I mean, I honestly have to say, like, with you being the king of the school that started it, you know, we wouldn't expect anything less, he to be that. honest. You know, you you definitely did mm-hmm. that. So, you know, kudos to you. Shout out to you. Shout out to everything that you have been able to accomplish during your time running as king here. Shout out to your queen. We still have time before the semester ends. So, be on the lookout for a lot of their work, you guys, yes. because they are busting their ass off. At the end of the day, us as a whole, we all have to do better. I am doing my best to do this show, but there's a lot of things that I also have to work on as mm-hmm. well. But um, I honestly have to say, in response to last week's episode, I want to thank everyone who listened to that. Because the listens were coming in, and I just appreciated everyone going out of their way to listen and take time out of their day to listen. And I also have to say, you know, it was a good show. It was. You know, it was a bit different from uh, a lot of our other shows that were very, very, very positive. Mm-hmm. So, if we can get some of the same listeners to yes. go on, on your little phones <laughs> and scroll down to Miss Liz's episode right. where she announced that she is cancer-free, let's go ahead and uh, give some same clout to that. Yes. Let's give some let's get some critiques from that. Let's get some positive responses from that so that we can just keep the balance. Mm-hmm. Because TM Bonnets is definitely not a show intended to be messy and I cannot speak on one episode, but I can speak on all the episodes yes, before. So don't try to tune in thinking you're gonna hear some. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Most definitely. <laughs> so, um, I wanna go ahead and just say, uh, as we move along, of course, you know, this is the twenty fourth day of Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And uh so once again, 
Happy Black History Month to our Lincoln University community, our students, our faculty members, our administration, our advisors, our alumni, our professors, the citizens in Jefferson City around the Lincoln University community. And Y'all to got other HBCUs as Most well. definitely, yes. because this show is about HBCU mm-hmm. culture. So um, let's go ahead and just, you know, really, really uh, support this show and support HBCU culture uh, for Black History Month. And once again, everyone here at Lincoln University and even people outside in the Jefferson City community, please stop by Enemy E. Page Library and check out the legendary ladies of Lincoln University where Mark Schleer, who we will be talking to later on, he'll be giving us a little history in celebration of Black History Month. He'll be giving us some tea on history. And uh, this man put up the... Legendary Ladies of Lincoln University, a woman was put on display every single day of this month. So be sure to check that out because the last woman to be displayed will be on Thursday, February 28th. So be sure to stop by and check all the women on display. Uh, All of these women are uh, African-American women who have been influential and have made their mark here on Lincoln University. Go check that out. Um, I'm really excited about that. All right, guys, now we're going to jump right into news. So first up, Professor is working to introduce aquaculture to the community. Aquaculture program coordinator for LU's Cooperative Research and Extension, James Witzel, is searching for small springs or water source for more user-friendly rainbow trout farming systems. The purpose of this project is to develop an affordable and manageable system raising fish for the community's consumption. Wetzel says the initiative farm businesses that is our target audience anyway because LU is a land-grant institute. Lincoln has already been selling the fish from their farmers market since last November. All right Maya, what you got for us? The Lincoln University Foundation will be changing its name. A release from Thursday, February 28th, signed by Foundation President Hardy K. Dorsey Sir of Atlanta, came after the university announced on Tuesday, February 26th, it would be doing its own charitable work. According to the News Tribune, spokeswoman Misty Young, the LU Foundation, has been evicted from the campus due to President Woolfolk's actions, but it is not out of business. All right. And that's all we have today for news we're gonna go ahead and move over into our announcements for you guys and these announcements are these announcements are for the week of march 3rd all right so uh this is the week of midterms you know we all get ready period you know great study hard right grades looking cool study study hard kick it after (laughs) i like that pass the test and then go party most definitely (laughs) yes i like that so uh our first announcement we have uh Tuesday, um CAB is hosting a Power Puff football tournament for ladies with the Divine Nine. The informational is March 5th, and the informational will begin at 6 o'clock. SUC Ballroom. And Thursday, the LU Roundtable is having a drunk karaoke night at Savannah's from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. For girls, it's $5, and for boys, it's 7 all right so guys next week is spring break so be sure to end off you know this uh fine this midterms week on a you know good little note or whatever you know make sure you study this isn't the end all be all but it definitely does establish how you will be doing um in a way for the rest of the semester when those final grades come out 
So, uh, yeah, just good luck. Everyone stay safe over spring break, too. Yes, please, please stay safe. Stay safe. All right, thank you. All right, everyone, and now we're going to turn it over to Amani, where he's going to give us recaps on Saturday's game on March 2nd. Go ahead and take it away whenever you're ready, Amani. The Lincoln University men's basketball team played against Central Missouri. They were able to come out with a win. It was a blowout, 78-59 to on senior day. And uh, many players stepped up for the Blue Tigers in the win. Tez Ivory, he played his last home game as a Blue Tiger, and he went out the right way. He scored 20 points, and he was 6 of 9 from the field, and 5 of 8 from the three-point line. That was pretty impressive. John L. Burden was a spark off the bench, and he scored 12 points. He had a dunk in the first half that just excited the Blue Tiger Nation. You know, the crowd was really into it, you know, it was like an ESPN, you know, highlight. And uh, Terrence Smith, he's been playing great basketball all year. He scored 10 points and he grabbed five rebounds. And Grant Olson, a senior, he had nine points. Uh, John John Burden uh, chipped in with eight points off the bench. You know, he really had the three ball going. And uh, T.J. Babaker, a freshman that usually doesn't get that much time, he scored a career high eight points. So that was good for his confidence and he can carry that on to next season when he's a sophomore. And uh, Lincoln, they'll be the number five seed and they'll play against Fort Hayes State in Kansas City, Missouri on Friday, March 8th at 12 p.m. So you wanna support them on their playoff run. Yes, go check that out, guys. Yep. And as far as the women, you know, unfortunately we lost, but um, they've had a big improvement this year. They've won 10 games this season. All right. And um, last season, they only won four games. Hmm, big, big improvement. Um, Bree Coleman on senior day, she had 21 points. And uh, Zanisha Dickerson, Kaylani Pryor, and temporary, temporary Gunter, they had six points. So uh, I think the Lady Blue Tigers, they have a bright future. And uh, I think uh, a lot's a lot of good stuff is in store for that team. Most definitely. For next season. All right, I agree, I agree. So for our seniors that played that night, because uh, you were there, Imani, of course. Right. Um, and uh, did they seem excited? Did they seem kind of sad? Because I know this is some of their last games, right, they'll be playing before they graduate in May. It was very uh, emotional, you know. Mm -hmm. Their parents came, and uh, the players all received gifts. Oh, okay, okay. You know, they got a standing ovation from the Blue Tiger Nation. All right. And yeah, it was just good to see everybody supporting them. Most definitely. Love was definitely in the building. Right, a good little send off. And you know, it was just good to see um, the seniors go out the right way. Definitely. Make sure I'll be a senior, so you know. Right, right. It was right. just a good experience. For sure, for sure. You'll definitely feel that emotion next semester. All right. Amani, so thank you so much for coming on and uh, keeping us informed with the sports uh, for Saturday's game, uh, senior night. Um, and if you want to catch Amani next Sunday where he'll be covering the sports, um, will you be covering it next Sunday? Do you have any games you'll be covering? Actually, you know, spring breaks, uh, I'm going to be in L.A. for spring break mm -hmm. with uh, my friends Mark Gunnels. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Former cool. students from L.U. All right. Shout out to Mark. Yeah, he's, yeah, former. he's doing big things. Yes. He works at Fox Sports, and you know, he's been like a big brother and mentor to me. And you know, I want to follow in his path because you know, my goal is to be a sports journalist. 
Definitely. And also, if you guys didn't know, I was broadcasting the game, so that was a very good experience. Yes, yes, yeah. My man was on the floor doing his thing, for sure. <laughs> well, we definitely appreciate you, man, uh, coming on the show and covering the sports for our Blue Tigers, and we hope to hear from you really, really soon. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming. All right, everyone, and now we have a special guest here in the studio, Professor Dr. Amy Gossett. She is a professor of political science. Um, I actually had a class with her, Civil Rights, Civil Liberties, PSC 480, um, and she is now the new director of the Honors Program. So, welcome to the show, Dr. Gossett. I know we talk all the time. Yes, thank you so much. I just, I'm a big fan of the show well, and a big you. fan of you taking on this project. Thank you, thank you. Um, and I'm just glad that we can actually officially talk on the show because we, we have some really, really good dialogue um, for solutions for Lincoln University and things like that. Um, so, I want to just jump right into it. Uh, but before I, before I do, um, can you share with the listeners how long you have been I guess what I say, professing? At, <laughs> how long you've been professing? I like here? to profess, um, but I've been at Lincoln, um, gosh, since two thousand and five now. Okay, wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, so you've seen a lot change, a lot of things that have, um, you know. Yeah, a lot of positive change. Right, um, most definitely. And a, a lot of people come and gone. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you've seen some babies in your class that you had, well, that were adults, but you know, we all have our you know, our little uh, babies uh, that we really, really love uh, come and go as they graduate in and stuff like that. That's something I'm, I think I'm most proud of um, is watching people my fourth year being able to see the freshmen that I had Aww. become seniors and graduate for right. the first time. That was right. a big deal. Um, also seeing people that I had um, taught as freshmen mm -hmm. uh, become legislators themselves wow. or become... Uh, you know, they their profession became in the very things that I taught them about, that which I could not be prouder wonderful. of. Wonderful. Well, let's give it up to Lincoln University <laughs> yes. in Missouri because we are breeding politicians and we are breeding professionals in the political industry and field. And we have you to thank for that, Dr. Amy Gossi. That's very kind of you. So, as you know, there was a situation uh, of a screenshot of a group meet that was submitted to Greek shenanigans. Um, so because it began out of an honors college group, I wanted to show, I wanted you to come on the show and share what are the steps that are being taken to handle this situation since you are the director. Um, thank you for giving me that opportunity. Um, yeah, so... I'm relatively new to the position, but mm -hmm. I know that the students have had a group me um, for a couple of years now. Right, and right. Uh, as a director, I'm not privy to that particular group me because they should have a space where they can dialogue with one another gotcha, um, gotcha. without having mama over them all the time, <laughs> quite frankly. Right, right. Um, however, I think that um, the, the mistake, the posting, wasn't the real issue. The, the issue was that someone had the audacity to screenshot it and, mm. then, and then run with it. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things that I have done just this week uh, is to check to see who actually is in that group me. Okay. Um, okay. Is it former members? Is mm. it all current members? Okay. Are there, is everyone that's supposed to be in that group in that group? Got you, got you. Um, and 
that's the first step. I also, um, were, are actually as part of our programming, um, realistically, uh, it probably by April, I'm um, gonna do some, some kind of training in how to be a leader on campus. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Back in the day, I used to do a lot of servant leader seminars mm. um, for SGA during their orientation oh, wow. and a lot of groups on campus. So I have that kind of, um, well, I used to have the SGA listen, watch, whatever, the MLK's mm -hmm. uh, drum major speech. Okay, gotcha. And gotcha. I would tell them anytime they felt um, full of their position, let's just say, right, right, that they right. should definitely go back and read or listen to that speech. Okay. Um, and I still do it. I think as we kind of become more professional and we grow, um, it's good to be reminded why we are in these positions right, and right, who right. we're doing it for. Right, right. Because um, it's easy to get kind of blind, uh, you know, put blinders on and, and believe the hype, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay, so you are working on finding this person. Absolutely. So the investigation still continues. The investigation okay. is continuing, All yes. Right. That works, that works. All right, so as far as that, Thank you for allowing me to bring you on the show to have the opportunity to just clear up how this is being taken care of as far as protocol. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I mean, everyone makes mistakes. Um, and, and as I said, you know, we've all sent texts to someone that we didn't mean <laughs> to. Um, yeah, yeah. And it, so that's really not what it's about. I just think that if you are in leadership, a member of the honors program, mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. that you, you bring everybody down by doing something like that. Most now, we, took, we did remove some names from the group me. I'm not sure how they became members of the group me, okay. but okay. they were, we did kind of clean up the list gotcha. of people. Um, and, and if and when, Hopefully we find out who this person was. They will no longer be part of the honors program because that is not a representation of what a leader should be. Most definitely. And I, I think <clears throat> we all know that. We yes. all know that yes. at the school. We all are very, very familiar of what a leader is supposed to do. We have great examples here on campus of leadership. And we all still, you know, we have work to do. But uh, we all uh, definitely have some good examples, and we just know that that was not a good example at all. So, yeah, I mean, now, was there anything, initially, when you when you heard about it, though, like, what, what do you mind kind of going into what were your thoughts on that? No, I, it was, it, it's interesting because the way it was discussed, and I listened to Tian Bonnets, yeah, so the way is. it was discussed, <laughs> um, even on your program, I thought, oh, this is scandalous. Like, right, it must right. have been something, she must have revealed, like, the secret handshake or, <laughs> you know, um, something very um, horrible about pledge, pledging, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I... I let it get, I guess, very big in my head. And so finally, I went and had someone show me the actual post. Okay, okay. And, and at that point, I was, I, it was, I realized I'm not part of this. I've never been Greek. Right, right, um, right. And, but I was, I was kind of um, shocked to see that, that it was such a big deal. Um, got you, got you. It seemed like she wasn't revealing any scandalous 
activities. Right, right. right? right She's right. not talking about binge drinking or right, or right, um, right. spray painting, uh, you know, the president's right. car. Right, <laughs> exactly, like that, right. exactly. So um, I was shocked that it was made such it was made such a big deal that that it seemed like everybody was so upset about it. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't think the post was that shocking or that, that scandalous, right, I should say. Right, right. Um, now, that someone, hopefully not from the Honors College, but uh -huh. someone from the Honors College then posted it yeah. and it went all viral, then that's, that's what's shocking to me because yeah, I was, thought yeah. our students had more integrity Most than definitely. that. And no one, I mean, the best religion in the world, do unto others as you would want done unto you. Don't do unto others as you wouldn't want anyone to do unto you. Nobody so wants to be judged. No one wants to be humiliated by like their mistakes. Right, it was an honest mistake, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, they, no one wants to be judged by their mistakes. Yeah. We've all made them. Yeah. I mean, shoot, there's been times I've got off the phone with my mama you know, she read me, you know, I may have, you know, was cussing or something, accidentally called her. I was like, oh, shoot, I got to hang up, you know. <laughs> but by that time, you know, it's too late. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, things things happen, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, you yeah, know, I think it's interesting to get your perspective as well, because um, the the world is very big. Yes. Yeah, I mean, a yes. lot of perspectives out there. We are a small campus and yeah. we are a family campus, which means there's going to be well, this is the other side. I think I'm going to find out who did it simply yeah. because this campus is too small. Most definitely. And, you know, yeah. people yeah. talk. So right. um, the, the other flip side of that is when you go out into the real world and let's say it wasn't someone who's non-Greek that read that text, right, that post, right, right. they won't think it's scandalous, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. just whenever you do a Google search on Greek shenanigans, yeah. there's a, a, a white guy, by the way, who's passed out in a Jesus pose with beer cans or bottles all <laughs> around him, right? That his fry brothers like put these bottles right. all around him. And like, that is not that's scandalous. Right. We don't yeah. see we don't see No, that no. But that would all. be scandalous. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. So it was it was I yeah, so I think sometimes we forget, we get very myopic in our view of the world and the world becomes what we're involved in at that moment. Right, right. Um right. Not so different than, you know, a kid who gets bullied in high school. Right. Um, you know, there's so much life after high school. Yeah, yeah. And if if you could only reach that person. Right. And say, these people don't matter in two minutes. You know, right, right. you've no. got the rest of your life to be who you're going to become. Most definitely. Thank you so much, Dr. Gossett, for addressing that. I think it definitely needed to be cleared up for some people just to see how things are being done on an administration level yes. with that situation. So I'm glad, again, this show is about having conversations about clarity. I'm so glad you could come on the show. Uh, but with you being a poli-sci professor and us being in the capital city of the state, Missouri, um, I would love for you to come back on the show and maybe kind of just give us, you know, you have a really good way of breaking down all the nomenclature and terminology that these politicians use that I mean, shoot, I'm educated, but even myself, I don't necessarily know as far as the capital, uh, which is 
only a couple of miles away from school, but all these different policies and laws that are, you know, being tossed from the House to the Senate. I think it'd be really good to just bring you on and you kind of talk about, uh, explain some of them, clear it up so that we know what to vote for, we know what to show up to and all that good stuff. I would love to do that. That would be very exciting for me. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. We can hear from you uh, next week about all of that good stuff. And um, yes, you just have a good rest of your day. You too. Thanks. All right, everyone. And now we're going to go ahead and move over into a little entertainment. We got a little poetry piece here from Travion Jones, the second semester sophomore from St. Louis, the North County area, majoring in social work with a minor in sociology, and he will be graduating in 2021. He is a member of the LU Mike Check, and I'm really excited to finally get some of their members on to perform some of their pieces and just really promote their artistic abilities through poetry. So, Mr. Jones, how you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good, pretty good. How about yourself? I'm feeling pretty good. So, you're going to be doing a piece today called Hellhounds. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, so, whenever you are ready, go right ahead. Okay. Hellhounds. See, you put sheep in cages, systematically destroying generation after generation. For what? A little bit of money? In today's age, we call that minimum wages. Do you see it now? Destroying generation after generation? See, you hellhounds didn't know that these sheeps had similar faces. Hatred, anger, hopelessness. This would go on for generations. Now the hellhounds have gotten a little smarter. They created something called a black ghetto. This, my friends, is an illusion to keep the sheeps in their cages to maintain organization. Until one day, a sheep fought back. This was no ordinary sheep in this situation. He spoke for the rest of the civilization. He said, I understand you hellhounds have created an illusion. And this sheep would yawn to say, I also create illusions. And see, my illusions are a little different, you see. When the time is right and the time will come, I will strike. And his last words, we will fight for this night and every other night. There will be an ongoing battle and an everlasting fight. Mm, mm, mm. Right, Mr. Travion Jones, I like that. So the mystery is, who is this black sheep that you were speaking of that stood up? The black sheep or the black, like the oppressed people of America? You said it was one black sheep in particular that, that stood up. He don't really have a, he didn't really have a character. That could be a couple of different. I didn't know if that yeah. symbolized a activist, you know, this right. is Black History Month, so that's why I was really feeling the vibe of this piece and you gave a very historical um outlook stepping back and taking a look at it all as as to how oppression has been going on for a while, you know what I'm saying? And yes. it's still happening. It's just done in a little bit more sneakier way. Right. And I really felt that uh, with what you were saying in your piece. But yeah, I was just really uh, trying to figure out who, you know, who this mystery black sheep is. But I mean, you know, we got we got activists that, that we can name for for hours on end, you know, that, that never got spoke of. Um, you know, so shout out Martin. You know, we got Malcolm, James yeah. Baldwin. Yeah. Um, and even, you know, even some of our female activists that didn't get a lot of attention, you know, Eartha Kitt, um, you know, of course, Rosa Parks. So, uh, I, re- I, I was Angela really, Davis, man. It, oh, most definitely, I love her, most man. definitely Nina Simone. Like, oh, if, yes. you wanna, <laughs> if you want to keep yes. it going, but now nah, I really felt, uh, I really felt that. And I really vibed with that. So I really appreciate you coming on the show and just kind of spend a little knowledge and uh, black history 
for our listeners. And um, I appreciate you guys' organization. Check out the LU Mic Check. They moved their days to Fridays. Yes, every sir. other Friday, uh, you actually had an event this Friday because today's yep. technically just a Sunday. So you just had an you just had a uh, open mic that was uh, this past Friday. So your next open mic, March twenty eighth. Check them out for the next uh, LU Mic Check open mic. And just come out and support some of these artistic poets on campus. And I just pray and hope that we can get more of you guys showcasing some of y'all work on the show. So I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, like, yeah, make sure y'all come out. My name, my stage name is Treso. You know, it's just not for poets. It's for the comedians, the dancers, the musicians. We want all of y'all to come out, express Mm -hmm. how y'all feel, like, we have no other free spaces where we can do that on this campus. Right, right, right. But this is one of the opportunities that we get to let people know that we are here. We still we still kicking. You know, we fighting. Most definitely. To try to have our own power. Most definitely. At our campus. And so. I, uh, I like how the LU broadcasters and the LU Mike Check both share the phrase, you know, the quote, by the students, for the students. Yes, yes, we so do. So let's just keep that going. Let's keep collabing. Let's keep having y'all come on the show. I really appreciate that. So uh, we'll be hearing from you guys real soon. Yes, you will. All right, man. Well, as you already know, Maya, you know we have Mark Schleer. Yes, how are you, Mark? I'm fine, thank you. That's yes, good. and for our TM Bonnet listeners, he is the university archivist and he is a Lincoln University graduate. Yes, I am. Very proud Blue Tiger alumni. Yes, when did you graduate? Uh, I got my master's at Lincoln in 2007. Okay, okay. That's that's, that's actually really, really recent. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, relatively, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what exactly, um, what can the students gain from your position on campus? Like, I know you have a lot of students that come in and out of the archives on the top floor of the library, in the E-Page Library. Could you go into that a little bit more? Well, what we do at the uh, archives is we uh, maintain, preserve, and make accessible the history and the holdings of the uh, university. And students that want more information about the history of the school uh, can come in and see, you know, how we got started, how we uh, made it through the early years and then thrived in the uh, 20th century. And here we are in the 21st and we're still strong as ever. Uh, there's a lot of images. There's a lot of documents. We have uh, yearbooks and uh clarion newspaper right issues that go way way back right 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 okay yeah okay got you got you so of course you know me and my here we've been giving the tm biden listeners a little tea on some black history that's what this special is about so i'm really excited and we're thankful that you were able to come on the show because you are going to give us a little history about the lloyd lionel Gaines mystery that's correct uh lloyd Gaines is a lincolnite uh, he graduated in 1935. He got a degree in history. He was originally from uh, Mississippi, and his folks moved to St. Louis, and he spent a year, he's a graduate of Vachon, then he spent a year at Harris Stowe and then came to Lincoln, where he got his degree in history. Uh, he was uh, really involved on campus uh, with the History Club and uh, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity and Student Government Association. So uh, he was a well-known person on campus and he graduated in 35. And at the urging of uh, Dr. Lorenzo Green, he enrolled at uh, the University of Missouri Law School. And 
that being the uh, 1930s in Missouri, he was turned down because of his race. And they told Lloyd, this is what they normally did, uh, if uh, African Americans applied to school there, they said, uh, we will pay your tuition in a surrounding state like Kansas or Illinois, Nebraska, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you cannot go to the University of Missouri. Lloyd countered with, well, I am a citizen of the state of Missouri, so I should be able to go to school in Missouri. Right. Uh, the University of Missouri basically said, we'll see you in court. And that's what happened. Uh, I won't go into a lot of details about the legal proceedings, but uh, December 8th, 1938, the United States Supreme Court went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, said to the state of Missouri, you allow Mr. Gaines to attend law school in the state of Missouri, either at the University of Missouri or a so-called separate but equal facility. Well, like I said, this being 1930s Missouri, of course they said, well, we're going to build a law school for Lincoln because we don't want him going to MU. And a law school was started, law, sc law school was formed, and Lloyd said, well, that's nice, but I'm going to MU. I'm going back to court. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, so while his lawyers, and actually the, the legal team from the NAACP was uh, behind this, and... Um, let, let me just go into this real quick. Uh, the NAACP's mission was to have, you know, integration in schools. Right, right. And what they, how they did this is if they could not get these Jim Crow Southern states to agree on moral grounds, then they were going to make them pay for these separate but equal facilities. If you mm. wanted to be... Uh, if you wanted to go to law school, medical school, veterinary school, um, you know, any type of graduate school, uh, then you're going to have to um, get your own separate facility. Right, right, And right. that's going to bleed them dry financially. So uh, uh, you're talking about people that didn't want to pay a lot of money for this. So that's really the way that they were able to get the tide to turn was through financial reasons mm. and not necessarily doing the right thing. So separate but equal could be expensive, basically. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sure. yeah, if you have to have separate buildings for each type of, uh, you know, grad school, yeah, right, it's going right. to a lot of dollars. Yeah. So um, they're going to go back to court. And in March of 1939, this is a few months later, Lloyd is in Chicago. He's been looking for work. You know, this is the Depression. He's trying to find a job. He's staying with his Alpha Phi Alpha brothers in Chicago. And the, the night of March 19th, 1939, Lloyd uh, says goodbye to the house mother and says, I will be right back. I'm going to go out and buy some stamps. And Lloyd Gaines was never seen again by anyone. Which, wow. Uh, yeah, wow. And there's several uh, theories, and that's, what, that's all they are is theories. Nothing's ever been substantiated. Uh, he was teaching high school in Harlem. Uh, okay. He owned a bar and grill in uh, Mexico City. Okay. Oh. He was kidnapped by the mafia, taken to Columbia, Missouri, and then taken to Jefferson City and McClung Park and lynched there. And none of those have ever been, you know, proven. Mm -hmm. But uh, our McClung Park. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> I. I 
I, I don't Wait know. a minute. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know exactly what happened to Lloyd, but I don't think he wound up in a good place. Oh, man. That's horrible. That is. I don't like that. But Lloyd Gaines is a pioneer mm-hmm. in civil rights. Right, his case, definitely. His case was the first stepping stone in regards to education from Plessy versus Ferguson, you know, separate but equal, to Brown versus Board of Education, where we have integration. Mm-hmm. Lloyd Gaines was the first case on a na- on a national basis that affected the education system. So he's he's a hero and he's a Lincolnite. Well, right, that's a lot. It I is. really wish I knew what happened to him. To I be know, honest, that's the big mystery. <laughs> I, I, you know, like I said, I don't think he came to a good end. Yeah. And you said he just left the fraternity house to go get some stamps. Yeah, gonna buy some stamps. It was a rainy night, and he said, "I'll be right back." And um, never saw him again. Ever, so, you know, it, anything could. You know, he could have fell in the river, or right. somebody, somebody in Chicago, you know, waylaid him, and mm-hmm. you know, he wound up, you know, in the morgue, nobody knowing who he was. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that that's actually uh, really really interesting. I mean, we have um, he was definitely a legend. And can you go into the exhibits? The, there's a lot of exhibits here on Lincoln University's campus uh, for him. Yeah, uh, about three years ago, we uh, started. Well, I've been thinking about this for like six years, and uh, I kept thinking, man, I've been gathering all this information, all these images about Lloyd Gaines, and I said, yeah, I got to put this thing up. And finally. About three years ago, my assistant, Ithaca Bryant, who's also an LU alumni, alumni, uh, said, are you going to put this thing up? I said, yeah, and we did three years ago, and uh, very proud of it. Um, There's three parts to it. It's called Lloyd Gaines, the man, the mission, the mystery. The man is information about him. Uh, The mission, of course, is the Supreme Court decision, and the mystery is his disappearance. And... Also, we uh, feature some letters that he had written to, uh, these are, uh, you know, uh, oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? (laughs) (laughs) That's always the word. These are reproductions of the letters he wrote uh, to his brother, and then the last one was to his mother. And the last line he wrote to her is very cryptic because he said, if you don't hear from me for a while, don't worry. I can take care of myself as ever, Lloyd. And so when he disappeared, his family didn't think anything of it because he'd done this before, gone off on his own. He's pretty much a loner, you know, most of his life. But you know, he, he didn't tell anybody where he was going for a while, and they never, you know, he'd always come back. So they weren't worried this time. And, and, and mm. finally, you know, they didn't even file a. a missing persons reports. So. so his body has not been found? No, Absolutely. no. Yeah, I no. think I read that last night. They said he was jumping from job to job, so yeah. they really didn't yeah. know he was missing until right. a right. while Right, exactly. Later. That's crazy. Uh, one thing about one of the jobs he had was in St. Louis. He was pumping gas at a gas station, mm-hmm. and they still did that. Um, and he told his brother, I had to quit this job because the owner was charging people the price for premium gas when he was actually putting regular gas into their pump, he didn't or into their tank. Mm-hmm. He didn't agree with that. You know, he had you know standards, and yeah. and it was nice to see that you know he had uh, you know nice you know morality about him. Most definitely. Yeah, uh, but oh, <laughs> getting back to the 
display the letters and then there's a feature on the uh, Lincoln University School of Law which okay. is an operation from 1939 to 1955 and then uh, a section about court cases that go from Plessy versus Ferguson all the way up to Brown versus Board of Education. Okay. And I don't know if it's got the most, you know, information about Lloyd Gaines, but it's it's certainly one of the most visually complete uh, exhibits on Lloyd Gaines. Right, right, right. Definitely, definitely. I know uh, in the Lloyd Gaines room, could you go into a little bit the uh, the ceiling? It's in the... Oh, yeah, the, the ceiling. Uh, it's a lot of interesting stuff in there, a lot it, of interesting it, the artifacts. The ceiling, if, when you look up at it, it, it resembles like, you know, the inside of a, of a ship. And uh, it's symbolic of the Middle Passage uh -huh. uh, that African Americans, uh, you know, back during slavery times had to take. And we, I believe when, that, when they uh, built the building, they wanted that to be symbolic of that and the passage of you know young african americans at an hbcu from you know their childhood to adulthood as at a university right mm -hmm. right right it's uh, a little better trip than the other one but right yeah uh, um there's a lot of nice artwork up there as well we have a few that um are symbolic of the founding you know our founding fathers from the 62nd and 65th right right are uh, honored up there and then we have some busts of uh there's one of President Obama, the other one of, of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., mm -hmm. and there's one of Willis Byrd, who was, uh, and that one's huge, um, he was a uh, chemistry professor in the class of 1965, donated that at uh, the sesquicentennial homecoming. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you would encourage students to definitely oh, take a look at it. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Uh, we have uh, several uh, cabinets in the back of the room that have little, oh, if you want to call them knickknacks and artifacts from mm -hmm. uh, home ec department, which we no longer have, um, chemistry department, and some athletic uh, trophies and things like that. Okay. okay, okay. Well, that's definitely really good to hear about us having an opportunity and a gateway with someone that works in archives. I mean, I know you study about a lot of this on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. Um, and, I mean, is it... Okay, to say that this is probably one of your favorite, you know, stories as far as the school. Yeah, um, I, I it, it's amazing. You know, I, I got my degree in history at, at Lincoln, and now I am the unofficial historian of the uh, university I graduated from. So it's, it's like a dream come true. Most definitely. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think I think uh, students here need to be more excited about the history, especially being at an HBCU, uh, the historic part of, you know, the, the acronym HBCU is really, really important uh, because I feel like that's where a lot of our culture comes yes, from and where we, you know, can preserve that is just really learning about our history. And I mean, hearing this, I mean, that almost makes me, and I know my, you are journalists as yes. well, like, I mean, go out and, like, figure out, you know, what happened to my man. Right, I like, want to figure out yeah. the mystery. <laughs> I, need to, I need to find that out soon. Definitely, because that was, I mean, that's just, it's. we're literally sitting here, like, taking all of this in as mm -hmm. you're telling us this. And I feel like a lot more students um, could learn about this. I mean, if the story and the mystery was 
you know, uncovered, there could be a, a, a documentary on this, right. a movie or something. I think that would be really like exciting. Episode of 60 Shuffle. Minutes. Exactly, <laughs> you know. I, I had a few people say, you know, we ought to do a movie about this. We ought to do a play about this. You know. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. Think it, I think it would be a nice way to uh, honor Lloyd and um, get the message out of, of what he accomplished. Uh, the history of the school is quite fascinating. You know, we've been around for 153 years. And here's something that I've been adding to some of my presentations just, you know, to give people something to think about. I always say, well, we're the only institution of higher learning founded by African-American veterans or Civil War veterans. We're the only one maybe in the history of the world founded by former slaves. Right, right, right. Your, right. Your yes. right, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That that was that that's definitely something to, to really take into account when it comes to our school and remember that so that we know the ground that we walk on, uh, we have this privilege to be able to um, go to this school and to learn this education here because there were people that established a school where it was a little bit more harder for them. Mm -hmm. You know, well, a lot harder. They sacrificed right. for us pretty right. much. Exactly, exactly. What exactly. They did. And, and people 153 years ago, the slaves are starting a school, you're out of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, here yeah. we are, 153 years later. Exactly. Still standing. Yep. For mm -hmm. sure, for sure. Well, I really, really appreciate you coming on and, and talking to us about all of this. If anyone uh, wants to learn more, about uh, Lloyd Lionel Gaines. Um, where can they, where here in the library can they, they do that research or, you know, contact well, we, you? Well, we have uh, extensive, uh, you know, information about Lloyd Gaines, not only the exhibit itself, but we have a nice uh, picture collection and I have um, amassed several articles and uh, bits and pieces of information about Lloyd. So we encourage uh, everybody to come up to the archives if you're interested in the history of our institution. All right, once again, uh, Mr. Sleer, I really appreciate you coming on the show and giving us a little history lesson that um, I guess in a way you spilled some tea about because most people, you know, they don't know about <laughs> Yeah, they, I definitely Lloyd did Gaines. not know about Lloyd Gaines. Yeah, like, and it's, I think it's a, just a really, really good uh, story and it's a really, really good mystery as well to kind of get into. So you never know. Um, you know, you might have some journalists go out there and investigate Journalists, stuff. Cr criminal justice majors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> be careful. Might try to so solve the case. Right. Be careful, though. <laughs> definitely be careful. But, uh, yeah, I could definitely see that being um, something someone really uncovers one day. So, yeah, like, I really appreciate you just sharing that and uh, giving us that nice little history lesson. I'm very glad to be here, thank you. So I have to ask you though, with you working in the library, what, oh, for one, I have to commend you on the legendary ladies of Lincoln University. Oh, and thank you. every single day, this archivist has been placing ladies up on display for every single day of Black History Month. And of course, um, I know you're very proud to put uh, the leading legendary uh, lady of Lincoln University, uh, Miss Elizabeth Morrow, for the first lady on display. Definitely. Oh, yeah, I've, I've known Liz for, uh, well, I'll just be nice about it and say a while. <laughs> we're good friends, and, and she's such an inspiration to uh, everybody on campus that of we course. wanted to honor her first. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. Never never spill a woman's age. Never <laughs> spill a woman's age. Let's give it up for the last legendary lady of Lincoln who was featured on display, Dr. Gerald Jones Woolfolk. Shout out to her for being the last woman put up for Black History Month to conclude the exhibit. So definitely, but I will, um, I want to know as well, what else can we look forward to here in the library? 
Okay, uh, as you know, this is um, 50 years away from 1969, which was the end of the 60s decade, which was a time of major student activism on this campus and regarding uh, civil rights what? and the Vietnam War mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just that whole movement of uh, the counterculture. And we're going to uh, have an exhibit on what we did on campus in the 60s from 1960 to 69. And we will uh, try to have an event this fall at uh, homecoming because the class of 69 will be the honored class and we they were definitely involved oh, with uh, things on campus and we want to have them share their thoughts so stay tuned for that but yeah look for us in april to have uh, an exhibit around about the 1960s and lincoln university that's gonna be we'll dope. definitely be there for that yeah, we'll have cool. to be there. That's gonna be dope. That's some revolutionary type stuff yeah, that yeah. I like to see right there for sure. Yeah, could we dress like we were from the '60s? <laughs> we could do that. <laughs> Definitely, I'm I'm with it. I'm right. with it. Shoot, let me go online and find me something for sure. But yes, I um I think we're all really looking forward to that. So um I'm really excited um that you guys have that slated um to come up and um. Do you have any like pearls of wisdom just for students here on campus that really uh, need to step into the library uh, more often, being at a HBCU? Um, I'm a big believer in the fact that if you don't know where you've been, then you don't know where you're going. Mm. Um, I think that students can appreciate how we got to where we are by seeing what was done for us to get here. There's things that we don't have to do anymore because it's either illegal or it's just not, you know, it's it, it's not accepted as you know the normal thing to do. So right, I, right. I think these are people that you know you you say you hear the uh, expression "standing on the shoulders of giants." We definitely are right here. We have got a, a legacy of, of fabulous people before us, and let's keep that tradition going definitely right. definitely that's that's the point of it all that that's that is the the legacy of all of this mm -hmm. yes sir definitely yes, sir. all right so again check out legendary ladies of lincoln university by mark Schneer, library university archivist here we thank you so much for coming thank on you. and it's been my pleasure go visit the man he loves uh dropping pearls of wisdom and <laughs> history yes you know top floor penthouse of enemy east age library <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, don't be a stranger. He's a really, really cool guy, and we definitely appreciate him here at uh, our HBCU because he gives us that history factor. Thank so you. we appreciate you. We well, hope to you. hear from you really, really soon. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. All right, y'all, so I hope you guys enjoyed that little history lesson um, from Mark Schleer, and uh, I hope you guys were intrigued by the tea of history that we got from him. And now we're going to go ahead and shift over to HBCU Confessions before we glide on out into this week. So, Maya, if you want to do the honors, and maybe, yes, one? go ahead and okay. read. So this one is from Prairie View. Okay. My roommate has this odor, and it's really strong. I smell her feet away, and it's becoming <laughs> irritating. If I can smell her, she can smell herself right. Help. Well, yes, sis, she can definitely smell her. Yeah, most, most definitely. Um, what do you think? She, I, 
I would tell her that her feet stink, to be honest. Yeah. Especially if y'all are roommates, because you have to live there too. So just tell her, offer her some smell good. That's not a good atmosphere to be in. Yeah, because you know, it's That's too, pollution at this point. That's too small of a space. Yeah. It, yeah. Just offer yeah. her some smell The air goods. quality cannot <laughs> cannot be that bad if I have to come back, right. study, sleep, eat there. No, like we can't do that. That room is 50-50. It's yours too. I, I have to honestly say, you know, I know of someone... You know, freshman year coming in 2014, mm-hmm. and that was a big problem for this person with their roommate. Mm-hmm. And um, he was intrigued because this roommate still was able to get a lot of women over, though. So, yeah. you uh, know, kudos, sometimes kudos to them because yeah, I me I because you know, but what I've come to the conclusion of is we don't all have the same nose. Yeah. For a fact. <laughs> so, for a fact. that's, you know, that's I don't that. even like feet. Honestly, just keep your socks on, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, to me, that's the best way to make love. <laughs> you know? But hey. Just keep socks on. <laughs> just keep them on, you know? Would you like to go to the next one? Yes, if you don't okay, mind. Okay, this one's from Howard. Hmm. Okay, Howard. There are plenty of men taking me out and spending money on me, but I found myself wanting the ones that do nothing for me and only come over late at night. Why? Baby girl. It's Black History Month, and... Have some respect for yourself. Know your worth. Know your worth. Learn your history so you can learn who your ancestors was so that you know who you are, so that you know who you can be. Right. Because right now, you're being someone um, that not only is ungrateful, Mm -hmm. when you do have guys of substance coming up and uh, speaking with you, but... Anybody that really knows me knows. Like, I've, I've even told people that have needed the advice, I've let them know. Know your worth. Don't let these people, don't let these, whether it's a young man or a young woman, uh, use you like that, you know? I feel like girls like to be around boys that don't treat them well. It's like they like that bad boy type thing, but I don't understand why. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just where, I think that's the situation that this young lady is probably in. Most definitely, yeah. You just like what, I mean, you like people who don't care too much, because then it's kind of like, Oh, so why doesn't he like me? But why? You know what I mean? Like, like definitely, definitely. Like I, nobody likes someone who's all up on them. I guess. For sure, for sure. And my best advice is this: licky before you sticky. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, this one is from Southern University. My girl is so insecure about my female best friend. She wants me to. Ooh, she wants me to stop talking to her, but she hasn't done anything to threaten our relationship. And she is really one of my homeboys. See, I'm a little weird because I'm the type that's like, why do you have friends outside of your work? Like outside outside of your work ethic and mm-hmm. what you're doing at the office or if it's whatever it may be. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if this is a friend that like you just spend time with Yeah. of the opposite sex. I mean, I could see why his girlfriend would be insecure. Most definitely, most definitely. Because, I mean, I know some people say girls and guys can be friends, of course, but mm, I'm sorry, you probably, you gotta be doing something to where, or maybe your female friend is doing something to where it's making your girlfriend feel uncomfortable. Yeah, But you should, I would say, pick your girlfriend's side. I mean, yeah, that's if that's who you lay down with. I, you know, I I get it. But see, I don't know. I feel like once like the 
the best friend term is because you know we use a lot of these words yeah, loosely period very. but once it's made like very very clear like oh like this is my best friend like best friend i mean she didn't even just say like oh like a lady friend he has mm -hmm. but like best friend and i think sometimes we try to like clear it up and make it sound better because yeah. like nah like that's the bro that's my best friend but it's like best friend that best friend always can turn into something yes, else and it has with a lot yeah, of people so I've seen it. i don't i don't really think that that helps but that's why i'm saying for me personally i can deal with you having colleagues that kind of become friends mm -hmm. because you guys are working together but outside of work if you ain't working you're with me look if it's not blood then who are they <laughs> if it if it ain't work if it ain't a family <laughs> reunion you know, who that, is she? Who that, is she? That's just personally how I feel about it. Now, if this individual knew this girl way before you, then that's different. Then that's different. Then that's I different. can take that. Mm -hmm. Because then that's where you kind of have to ask yourself, okay, are you being insecure? Yes. Because if he's been best friends with this girl for a while and he chose to still have you as a girlfriend, the girl, you have nothing to worry about. But right. the best friend ain't going nowhere. Right. I need a, I need a backstory. Right, I need a right. Whole and if you don't know the backstory, then that's right. kind of a, that's kind of an issue, you know. <laughs> but um, I hope you guys really, really enjoyed this episode. This is the last episode that we will be putting up for Black History Month. Please, 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 please tune in for our next episode, which is going to be about mothers that are full-time students oh, that's gonna be a good in one. college yes so that is going to be a really really good mm -hmm. conversation but maya i really really appreciate you um of course helping me out Thank because you. i think that this was very very fun i think that we're going to make this more fun for more people as well because it just opens the dialogue dialogue up yes. even more mm -hmm. um so of course again you know you can follow me on instagram at malik underscore ooh that's three o's h underscore kill him my name backwards and you can follow me on twitter at dormant d-o-r-m-a-n-t underscore ruler r-u-l-e-r -E please remember to follow me on instagram y'all because i need more followers i need more likes i'm trying to go viral so the name is maya kimbro m-y-a-k-i-m-b-r-o-u-g-h definitely so one thing that we have decided here in tm bonnets is that we are actually going to start going live with some of these recordings now there is a whole process of <laughs> editing condensing all this different type of stuff but if you want to see some stuff uncut real you know right. like really Straight to the point you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. all of that uh check our lives out we are all going to be going live personally from our own personal plat social media platforms because yes lincoln university since we are still you know representing them informing them um we don't want to uh just put it on the tm bonnets page because you know sometimes folks slip you know they say something here and there you know what i'm saying but uh we're gonna actually yeah we're gonna start going live yes um i'm so thankful for everyone that follow us along through this month of black history month guys if you don't know where you came from you won't know where you're going exactly so remember that um and please be sure to check out my girl maya here she's dope she's legit she has a personality and uh, she will be returning really, really, really soon. But let's see who's a part of the TM Bonnet movement that will be coming on as our next host for next week. 
So be sure to check that out, guys. And I hope that you guys can hear from me next Sunday. Peace. <laughs> All right. <laughs>